hey, how to animate a character with personality. Hmm. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. I got it. How to animate a character slash personality walk, like a different type of walk, not a not a vanilla walk, but something that's got personality. Where, where, yeah. do, you, where do you start? Uh, all right. So <laughs> let's do a little bit of ping pong with this one. I'll start with one and you can compliment, uh, compliment the... Uh, I would say one of the first thing um, that I learned over time is to <clears throat> start with a first pose that basically represents the character or the emotion of this mm. character. And at first, somehow, uh, I tried to, I was often animating a pretty bland, you know, middle of the road, normal walk. And then gradually in layering, I would add some uh, personality uh, over it. And one day, just figured out that, hey, you know what? If my character is depressed, let's just start with this super depressed pause mm -hmm. and start from there. And then each of your posing and in between will have this energy. If it's super proud, the, the other way. So you kind of start with the pose that represents the energy and the personality of your character. And then once you have it, then you go, okay, the first, you know, posing here, second posing there, but the energy uh, of the, especially of the upper body, the <clears throat> neck and head and all that is already there by, uh, by default. So that, that would probably the, be the, the first trick I would uh, throw out there. It makes sense to me. I, I like everything else, I always say it's got to start with reference. And um, you could look at movies. You know, I mean, there's a good way to like, I mean, LeDron, John Travolta is who I think of. Whenever I think of a strut, I think of the opening sequence in Saturday Night Live. Or sorry, not Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night, Live, Saturday Night Fever. Fever. There's a really great sequence of him just strutting his stuff on the sidewalk. Um, and, you know, it's interesting because you have to remember that, you know, when you're trying to communicate to an audience of a character is a certain character or a certain personality, that one thing you can always leverage are some of these pop, pop culture kind of references. Um, this, of course typically only works in the sort of the the culture in question i mean i think some some movies in some in some um, countries they transcend and they become popular pretty much globally but i think for the most part a lot of these what you think is pop culture may only be your your pop pop your culture uh, unless you've moved around a lot and have experienced lots of different cultures so but that being said i mean if you're making a movie for a north american audience there's a good good you know, chance that if you go and reference pop culture, sort of, you know, cult favorite, like hit movies and characters and start there is always an interesting way of doing it because it's sort of, you know, it, there's a sense of nostalgia and it will like immediately, like people will, will find it familiar right away and they'll know what you're trying to say. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, or you can start, you know, ask, ask your friends or like, you know, do it yourself. I mean, um, is it Kevin? Yeah. Kevin Perry. I, I, he's um, a stop motion animator and we actually, he was, um, he actually uh, was a judge, or not a judge, a, a reviewer for one of the anim challenges not so long ago. I think it was actually for the stop motion um, uh, challenge, actually. he I've been fascinated by, by this guy for a long time. His YouTube is, uh, channel is amazing. Really, really funny. Very creative stuff that he does. And what I find, in, what, what, where I discovered him a long time ago was his very, very viral video on 100 walks on a treadmill. And they're amazing. They're really, really quite good. And he's clearly just having a lot of fun. So, you know, you always, you always think outside the box. You can find some good references on the internet. Or you can maybe just buy a treadmill or go buy a used one somewhere and then just try stuff. <laughs> just try stuff. Experiment, you know? Yeah. There's a... Um, I know it, it was part of one of uh, Jacob's uh, lecture, but something that he's often mentioning is uh, 
And tell me, Brent, if the term is wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's specificity. Yeah, that's my favorite term. All right. Yeah, uh, it's definitely, I'm an expert now, uh, only because I hear him say it all the time. And so, yes, you are correct. You've said specificity. it correctly. Perfect. Yes. So this can apply to many things, but I would say for if you're out mm -hmm. of ideas for a walk, just imagine, okay, this character has a little pebble in his right foot. Mm -hmm. uh, this character is itching on the left side, but... It doesn't really want to 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 show it. Try to be very specific about what is going on in the character's mind. Is there, you know, some uh, subtle uh, physical disability, um, and you know, something that we're often doing. Uh, the walk cycle are super symmetric, but most people are asymmetric. I mean, my head is slightly, you know tilt on this side and my one of my foot is actually a little bit more on the exterior and so you know just play around and and had all those asymmetry and specific little thing that will make your uh walk you know different than any uh, other walk and if you're like well i did a depressed walk i did a happy walk i did a trot well start to go and be way more specific with little details. And then you're like, well, yeah. slightly limping from the right uh, mm -hmm. and slightly mm -hmm. off, off center on, on this side. And this is all of a sudden, and if it's subtle, it's, it's just going to be uh, unconscious, but it, it's going to add personality. For totally, sure. absolutely. And I think you touched on something that's really important here as well that that um, needs to probably, to, deserves a little bit of a deeper dive. And that is, you know, personality um, and character walks, you know, to, for a character to exist on screen and sort of resonate and feel believable, they need to have some sort of motivation. And so I think it's always important to consider what the like, I mean, your example, of the limp is good, because I mean, you know, it's a very, it's a very physical motivation, it is to try to favor the one leg that's injured. And there's a conscious sort of, you know, or maybe even subconscious sort of deliberateness to that 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 limp to try to favor a leg, um, but in, in some cases, like to say a sad walk is maybe not enough, like because it's not nuanced. Mm -hmm. It's going to end up feeling very sort of you know you know like cookie cutter. And I think if you were to spend some time asking yourself why are they sad, maybe there's a different spectrum of sad because there's many 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 variations of sad. Um, so I think that sometimes it's just enough to inspire you when you actually make a choice on why. And sometimes it might be a choice that you are making because you're making for a demo reel. And sometimes it's a, you, you should just be analyzing the story and understanding what specific type of sad that character is experiencing. And how do you communicate, like you said, the specificity of the emotion and the motivation currently on that character? Mm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, mm -hmm. so there's different kind of sad. I mean, if you... And you can bring this in, in any different direction, but if you have the feeling of loss or something, then maybe your character will actually have his arm because he kind of want to protect uh, uh, himself. As in other situation, it will be arm just down and just depressed maybe because, you know, he got rejected from another job or something like that. And, you know, you, you can, and there's a part that, yes, it's really going to affect your anim animation. And there's another part that is just, you know, animators need a sandbox at some point to be creative and not just repeat the same formula. So just create yourself a little sandbox that will allow you to do things a little bit different than how you've done it, done them before. Totally. Good advice. Um, I don't know. I think we kind of answered the question. It is a pretty big question. I mean, it strikes the heart of how do you properly, you know, um, give 
you know, how do you bring realism into a character, even in enduring something as mundane as a walk? And I think that that's that that to boil it all down, don't treat it like a mundane walk. Mm -hmm. Walks, are, you know, vanilla walks are good when you're learning the mechanics, the body mechanics of a walk. But you should never have a vanilla walk in in a, in a film because I mean, there's always an opportunity to tell a story, even with a walk, and sometimes even more, more even even especially with a walk. Mm -hmm. You know, you can you can tell a lot about a character like John Travolta, the beginning Saturday Night Fever, um, who that person is just by looking at them walking around and how they're feeling, where how they're motivated, kind of you know, basically who they are in a nutshell. So. Just don't treat it like a vanilla piece of, of animation and treat it like uh, an opportunity to really communicate to the audience.